Hey, you human. It's your host, Katie B, and welcome to this podcast where you can tune in to real conversations with real people about that one thing that unites us all the human experience. Because it is through sharing our humanness, through seeing and being seen, that we will all walk each other home. All you came here to do is to be. And that's more than enough. Welcome home, you beautiful human. Okay, here we go. Hey, it's your host, Katie B, and welcome to this episode of the Hey You Human podcast. Today, I join you with a few extra background sounds. So it's getting a little cooler here, and I've litten, litten? I've litten a fire, okay? (laughs) I've lit a fire, and so, although you might not hear it, but you also might, there might be some crackling and a little extra sounds here and there. It's downstairs. However, oh, (laughs) our second uh, background noise just introduced himself. (laughs) I also um, now have a cat who you just heard, and it's an interesting story maybe story for another day, but he lived with me at one point and I thought he belonged to somebody else and then he found his way back to me. So I have this old man, black cat named Coco, who is now a permanent residence here. So you might hear him speak up as well, which is a little bit different. So some new sounds, fire, cat, but all good things. And there's something about a fire for me that puts me in this kind of cozy mood. And when I first thought about creating the Hey You Human podcast, what I was really craving and what I thought was really needed, personally, what I needed was somewhere I could go where I could just listen to a human. You know, I feel like there's a lot out there where it's like, there's always something to do and it's there's a lot of intensity out there and when I was going through what I call the dissension cycle and you've probably heard me talk about that or you know we're always going through it always anyway that's a topic for another day (laughs) when I was going through a tough time I felt really lonely and what I really needed the most was just to hear another human voice and just to have somebody there that I could listen to and maybe pick up a few things here and there, but it not to be so pressured or so focused on doing. And although there's a time and a place for that, and that's kind of the topic of what I want to talk about today is kind of what happens when we are stagnant and anxiety and all the things. But What I really needed was a friend and what I really needed was to feel like I wasn't alone. And this is what I hope the Hey You Human podcast can be for you. And I think our work has energy behind it. Our work and what we create is an entity in itself. And it's so amazing how my mind or our minds can cognitively think that something should be this way. 
we think logically and we think, yeah, it would make sense if this thing that we're creating went like this and these were the components of it. And, you know, we can apply this to anything. We can apply this to our relationships. We can apply this to our career. We can apply this to our family. We have this, you know, mental map that we project out in front of us as to the way it should go and what it should look like and how it will be. And it's, (laughs) it's lovely that we do that. You know, it's helpful, I think, for our minds, maybe that can settle our minds a bit to, to make a plan and to try and take out the element of uncertainty, which is impossible. (laughs) But ultimately, if we give ourselves some room and we sink down almost to have a communication, an energetic communication with the entity that is our family, the entity that is our relationship, the entity that is this thing that we're creating, whatever it might be, there is a conversation to be had. There is an expression that is innate within that thing to be felt and to be honored. And with the Hey You Human podcast, that's there's it's an entity in itself. And there have been times along my path creating this. I mean, this is the 51st episode, so we're not too far in, but we're getting there. And I'm still... I'm still working to honor the truth of what that is. And a huge part of that is trust. Trusting that although what this entity that is this work of ours or whatever it might be is communicating the raw pureness of what it is meant to be, a lot of times that might not be logical. And a lot of times our mind is like, well, that's, you know, I don't know about that. And it's such an art form and it's such a practice to trust what things innately want to be and how they want to express. And it makes sense because I think our minds, with our minds, we we think we know it all. And it's that's mirrored in society how intensely we glue or attach ourselves to science and once you know science is great don't get me wrong but also a lot of things that were once scientifically proven have then been disproven down the road so I think anytime we attach too intensely to anything even science you know I think we it's just an example of how as humans we think we know we think we know when you look around at nature and our bodies and the way things are, we're barely scratching the surface. And it's almost this kind of, how dare we think that we even have a clue? And can we just surrender without having to know it all and just be a part of it? Can we just surrender to our intuition and our instinct and work from there? And I think that's really difficult for us humans. (laughs) So moving on to the meat and vegetables of this episode, today I want to do a little bit of a check-in on the energy and what's going on, and it relates to what I want to talk about. And 
I've been noodling around the idea of stagnation and noodling around the idea of anxiety and how those two are very much related. A little exciting side note, I put out my first ever meditation or what I, I mean, I don't think it's really a meditation. It's a cross between a conversation (laughs) and meditation, but I put out this lovely I mean, I think it's lovely audio track on Insight Timer. And Insight Timer is this app where you can go and listen to meditations and talks and all of these sorts of things that will help you along your path. And I thought about putting something out on Insight Timer for a while, but I was afraid to do it because, you know, when you haven't done something before, it seems really, really big. And for some reason, this felt really big to me. And so I just kept putting it off and kept putting it off. And I finally just one day said, forget it. And I made this meditation slash conversation called Feeling Anxious because I I very much feel the collective energy. And although it might not be how everybody feels, I think there is, it certainly isn't how everybody feels, but I think there is a large portion of people or a, a vast amount of humanity right now that's really anxious and I think that's fair and very valid you know for what's going on in the world if you have your eyes wide open and so I wanted to make a meditation that would help soothe that because I feel like that's just a part of what I'm here to do and so I put out this my first ever uh, track on Insight Timer, and it's it will be linked in the show notes in the description of this. Wherever it is you're listening, you can just scroll down or head over to the website and check out the show notes for this episode, and you'll see the link there. And it's just something to support, to help you ground down, to help you remember who you are, and where you are, because sometimes when we're anxious, we can feel like we're way out of our body. And I think it's really important right now for us to remain connected to ourselves and remain connected to our hearts and to our bodies, because what's happening right now is there's a bit of a, we experienced a bit of an energetic lull or a bit of a window and a break over the summer. And Now there are energies that are amping up as we move into fall and as we move into winter. And I think that there are, there are reasons for that, which I'm not going to go into because I don't think that's very necessary actually. However, the truth and the energy that I'm feeling is it's intense. There can be a lot of anxiety. There can be a lot of overwhelm. It's a lot to take in. And I think the reason and what's happening right now in society, in humanity, and my read on it is we are being invited back to sovereignty. What's happening right now is a gift. It just doesn't feel like it. It never feels good when things are crumbling. It never feels good when things are falling apart because we are being invited to let go of everything that was. And although it might have been familiar and therefore feels safe because it's known, it's ultimately hurting us. I think these times are only going to get more intense. 
but the level at which we attach ourselves to the fear and the fear narrative and the energy of fear is the level of intensity that will feel this crumbling. I think it's really important, as I said, to find our hearts at this time and to notice when we are attaching ourselves and our energy to everything that is up and out there in the narrative and to bring ourselves back home into the present where we can look at what is real in front of us now and we can listen to the truth of our heart now. The less we attach to the chaos, the more we sink down and root down into our hearts, into the present moment, into our communities, the easier of a transition it becomes. It's kind of like when there can be a storm You know, if you're thinking about the ocean, there can be a storm brewing in all of its intensity and there's lightning and thunder and, you know, white caps and big giant waves. And then if you sink deep down into the surface, yeah, the water might be moving a bit, but it's certainly not like what's going on up there. And the more each of us sinks down into this heart space and sinks down into our bodies, the stronger we become because we are not swept away by the chaos and by all of these narratives. So the stronger we become, and when we are in this place, we can see more clearly, and we can connect more to our sovereignty, which is what we are moving towards now as a humanity. It's remembering our internal sovereignty and the way that we have agency over our choices and our lives. And we are capable. And I think that's one thing, and that's a very important word right now. We are capable. You are capable. And we have been raised in a system that will tell us everything but. We have been raised in a system that will say, you need to be somebody different. You need to do certain things in order to be loved, in order to be accepted, in order to be valuable and belong. And so all of our power then exits our body and we place it outside of ourselves. And then from that point on, we are disconnected from our true source of power. And so what this is doing is helping us see that everything outside of ourselves is actually not in support of that. And that everything outside of ourselves is not where validation or belonging or love or any of that exists. All of that is found internally. And that doesn't mean we're always relying on ourselves and it's not about hyper-individualism, although that was a very and has been a very necessary step in order to be a part of a community and offer your gifts and offer yourself and stand strong in that community. You need to know who you are first. And so we are coming to this place of sovereignty of coming back to ourselves of remembering oh yeah i have agency over my own life i have opinions i have ways of being that work for me and ways of being that don't i have boundaries and i have intuition i have something to offer and when we float up into that chaos we forget And we are disconnected from that power source. So 
this invitation right now to sovereignty, which is ultimately an invitation back to each other, is a huge happening in our world. And there's a lot of chaos happening. And so feeling anxious is, my sense, a product of that energy and a product of, you know, there's that kind of anxious or there's that kind of anxiety, the anxiety that we can feel the world is changing, things are changing, things are scary. That's true. And then a lot of us then it's like, okay, if you want me to sink down into my body, then if you want me to meet myself, what happens then if I do that? And there's also scary things there, you know, (laughs) like a lot of times when we go to meet our body, there's so much there that we haven't met yet that it's kind of like, I don't want to be there. And so there is this kind of frozen stagnation of, I don't want to be out there. I can't, everything I used to connect myself to before, it's chaos out there. And then when I land in my body and I meet myself, there's chaos there too. So where the hell do I go? (laughs) You know, I think that's kind of, it's, it's a lot right now. And so anxiety and stagnation are linked where we we're in this place where we feel like we we want to move we feel like we must move and at the same time feel like we can't it's like we're standing on the edge of a cliff and we know we need to jump but we're frozen and the lovely sarah baldwin who does a lot of nervous system work she talks about, and I'll, I'll link her in the show notes as well. She says this thing, which I really resonated and related to when I first heard it, which is, I want to, but I can't. I want to, but I can't. And if you think about the energy of that, that's a very anxious, that's a very kind of like tense place to exist. And so my sense is what happens is when this kind of anxiety comes over us, we want to, but we can't. We want to, but we can't. We know we need to leap, but in order to leap, we would have to do something that really scares us. We would have to be more in our body. And there's there are things there that make that a place we don't want to be. So what do we do? And this kind of leaves us in this very disempowered place where we are overwhelmed and scared, frozen. The word that really has been resonating with me lately is stunned. For me, and I'll tell a little bit of a story about myself now, my whole life I was very much told from all different sorts of places that I wasn't as valuable as other people, that what I had to say nobody wanted to hear, and that there always was this energy of you're a level lower. You're just quite not enough. And at the same time, there is this soul within me that feels very old. And also not from this planet. <laughs> and that part is like, we're going this way. We're going this way. We're going towards freedom. We're going towards full expression. We're going towards a place where your full innate power, and not power over, but power within, 
is fully anchored, landed, and can fully express. Not for the sake of the ego, but for the sake of my, my soul lesson as a being, but also for the sake of, and this very strong message that you are here to bring something. You are here to contribute to this. You are here to hold up. Which is a narrative as empaths and sensitives and all the things that we can be get very attached to and ultimately, if we're not careful, can lead to, it, it can be to our detriment. Which is, that's a part of the journey in itself. And then, so there's that strong message and then there's this message that I grew up with, as I, as I mentioned, where it's like, but you, you shouldn't be heard. You know, you're just not quite enough to do this or what have you. And so the tension between those two, one is going backwards, one is going forwards. And the more we walk our path, the tension gets tighter and tighter and tighter. And there comes a point where we have to, it's like it's going to break and we need to lean in the direction of our truth, the direction of our heart. And a lot of people don't. And we see that. We see people kind of crumble into themselves where this pressure point becomes too intense. And I think it's, you know, a part of that is we try to go too fast and we don't spend enough time sinking deep down within that when this tension point comes and this anxiety comes, when we don't work with it or we don't know what's going on, because we don't move with it and we feel like we must, there can be this stagnation that comes over us that we just, it's like we can't, I can't, I can't. And then that very can very easily turn into depression as we feel this call of our soul that there's more yet we feel like we can't reach it and when i say this i think in our society the call to more doesn't mean more stuff it doesn't have to mean a bigger life and doing all these big things that's that's a bit of a narrative that we've been fed but to me the more is the softening into freedom the more is the meeting the the presence of your life being present in your life and taking risks to feel more of life whether that be to plant a garden because that's what you've always wanted to do or to live a small simple quote unquote small simple life where you are canning things <laughs> And you're sewing your own clothes or whatever it might be, however big, or maybe you want to be this like major singer, whatever. It doesn't fucking matter. Excuse my French. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It's, a, it's honoring the truth of your soul, not the truth of your ego, not the truth of your fear, but the truth of your soul. And there's no completion in that. We're always on that journey but when we're not leaning into that because we're too overwhelmed, we're too stunned, and then we stagnate, there can be so much pain in that. When, 
emotions like anxiety are happening or stagnation are happening, they're very painful. And so our, our instinct would be to then, how do I fix this? How do I change this? And that pressure, you know, when you're depressed and we place pressure, it only makes us more depressed. <laughs> you know, if you think about depressed, like we're pressed down for a good reason, there's nothing wrong with being depressed. If you want to hear me rant on that, <laughs> or riff on that, I should say, you can listen to the feeling, uh, no, what was it? Meeting sadness, the previous episode. But pressure doesn't help when we're depressed. And when we're anxious, pressure doesn't help either because it's when we're anxious, we need to sink down and the pressure just can push us further into anxiety. So I love this thing that um, a dear friend of mine, his name is Tony. I want to have him on the podcast at some point when he's ready. Um, But he spoke about the freedom of doing nothing and how although we might feel like we should do something. And that's our instinct. I'm going to do something to fix this anxiety. I'm going to do something to fix this stagnation. Instead of moving into go mode, which only we're already not feeling strong, we're already not feeling like ourselves. Instead of adding insult to injury, what would it feel like if we just let ourselves do nothing? If we just stop trying to fix it? Just for a moment or for as long as we need. And the relief in that, because so many of us, and especially in the spiritual, self-helpy, guru culture place, which I am, for my own sanity, have to tell myself that (laughs) I'm not a part of that. I'm just trying to do, I'm just creating what comes from my heart and call it what you will, but I don't want to be a part of any of that because I think it very much is unhealthy to always be trying to fix ourselves. And I don't think it helps a lot of the time because we get in the way of the natural and innate orchestration of ourselves and how we are in relation to the universe and to the divine design of all of this so can we get out of our own way or can we give ourselves a break and some relief by just letting ourselves do nothing to stop trying to fix it and mend it and make it all better and i think the a part of our mind my mind was my mind felt major relief when i heard that the first time but then it's also like okay but i also i don't want to be stuck And I don't want to be anxious all the time. So is there something I can do? And I think the beauty of allowing ourselves this big spacious feeling of doing nothing about it, we soften. And the answer when it comes to movement is always soften. The answer is in anything that makes us feel like we soften. Because the softening is the feminine energy. And the feminine energy is where movement and flow and birth and all of that happens. When we become rigid and we're in that masculine energy and we start to 
kind of it's like nose to the grindstone <laughs> nose to the grindstone and it's that kind of like tense energy the energy can't move there's no flow in that and we need flow we need the structure yes we need to feel safe we need all those things 100% but when we're anxious or we're feeling stagnant we don't need more rigidity there's enough of that there's enough compressed energy in those places what we need is anything that helps us soften because in our softening we release we open our palms and we let life flow through us naturally suddenly we're working with the energy as opposed to butting heads with it and so can we soften and can we give ourselves a, a break and just let ourselves do nothing about it for a bit and see what happens from there and chances are what will happen is we'll energetically sort of drop down into this this invitation to trust this invitation to soften and then flow will open up and we'll we'll start to move a little bit naturally and it's important to not have a timeline or expectation when we say do nothing <laughs> because it defeats the purpose can you actually feel into the feeling of just being and let that carry you for a little bit and it doesn't mean we just lay on our bed or stare at the wall. It just means we stop trying to fix it for a minute. Maybe that means when we stop and we give ourselves a break, we go and wash the dishes, or we go for a walk, we go for a coffee with a friend, whatever it might be. And then when the flow does happen, we'll be naturally guided towards our next doorway, our next entry point. And from this place, we might then meet our fear again. Because if we are going from a state of being where we are out of our sovereignty, we don't believe we're capable, we don't believe we're enough, we don't believe in ourselves, and we're moving towards freedom, expression of the self, we're moving towards home, peace, then we are going to inevitably meet our fears. We can't avoid that part. We can't high vibe our way out of that. And this is what I call the dissension cycle as we are moving in and down and we're going to meet the darkness. And so when we do naturally get into flow and then we meet that fear again, it's about really going slow and taking our time with it and the acceptance of self-doubt, the acceptance of discomfort and really letting ourselves expand the capacity of our human body as we move and lean ever so gently into the fear so that the more we lean in, the more we expand the capacity of our human form to hold the brilliance and the light that is our soul. And whenever it feels like too much, to just back off. I think also in our society, there is this very strong narrative of like push through. And sometimes there's time for that. Sometimes life lights a big old fire under our arse <laughs> and we have to push through. But if that's happening, we can also trust that. So it's about also noticing, is it time for me to push? Am I really, really in a rock bottom where I need to 
put all hands on deck here? Or can I be a little more gentle with myself? Can I be a little more slow? Can I let this unfold in the way it wants to and bring myself actually along for the ride as opposed to trying to force myself to be in a place that I'm just not ready to be in? So I think having that mentality of it's actually better if I take my time. It's actually better if I lean in slowly because that's how we set a strong foundation for us to stand upon and meet the next phase or you know doorway of our lives. Some good questions to ask yourself if you are feeling anxious or stagnant and you're wanting to create some movement or just get to know where you're at a little bit more. We don't always have to move. What fears are taking up most of the airways right now? So just getting familiar with what fears are speaking to you, because those are going to tell you exactly what you're working to integrate and alchemize, exactly what you're working to heal or what you're being invited to see as truth, meaning our fears are a lot of times rooted in an untruth, something we believe about ourselves that we've been taught to believe or that that has become solidified in our mind about who we are. And this fear is usually asking us or is an invitation for us to look at that more closely and see if we can debunk that. (laughs) So our fear, what we fear is leading us exactly where we need to go, that we can, in essence, follow our fear and it will bring us to our freedom. Another question is, what are you being invited to lean into that scares you? So it's along the same lines. It's actually looking at what is scaring me right now And where is the invitation? Where is the doorway open a a crack that I can peer through and kind of maybe put one foot through the door? What are you being invited to lean into that scares you? Because that's going to also create some movement. Is what you're being invited into that scares you going to support you to becoming more free and more of who you truly are? If it's a yes, then you are going in the right direction. Period. End of sentence. (laughs) What past events might be making your body believe that it's not okay? And I think, you know, it's true that we can only go so far with our minds and understanding things is and and why understanding why things are the way they are why we believe what we believe where it all comes from is it's a piece of it it's not all of it and i think more and more we're realizing now that where those beliefs and narratives actually live are in our body are in our nervous systems and that's where the work needs to be done to help shift those but it also does help to I find to understand 
oh yeah, I'm afraid of this because of X, Y, Z. I'm afraid of speaking my voice in the world because I was told as a child that nobody wants to hear what I have to say. Yes, the story is in our mind, but the the lived experience of that lives in our body. And that's where we get anxious and that's where we get stuck. So it's good to have the awareness, but it's only a small piece of the pie. I think that working with our body and working with our nervous system as we slowly lean into what scares us. So, you know, again, like I said, taking our foot off the pedal when we need to and not berating ourselves for that. Sometimes things need to take a really long time for us to unravel into them and feel safe. With this podcast, even I had this, a lot of fear around it because I burnt out with my last podcast. And I thought that I could just jump in and everything would be okay. But it's actually taken me a very long time to feel semi-okay. You know, I'm at episode 51, probably 53 if you include the trailer and the other, the first episode, the intro. And I'm only now starting to feel grounded or not even now, it's, it's, it's on a gradient. I'm starting to more and more feel grounded in what I'm creating and feel safe, but even still, not fully. So I think when we lean into what we're afraid of to give ourselves a very, very, very big runway and to stop when we need to stop and to trust that if this is the direction our heart wants us to go, whatever happens along the way is exactly what was meant to happen and needed to happen for us to be able to fully hold whatever it is that we're moving towards. Another question is, is this time an invitation to alchemize that past pain and turn it into wisdom, pleasure, and freedom? And again, if, you, if the answer is yes, you don't need to know any more than that, then you're on the right path. I think a lot of times we can get very stuck in indecision when we're stagnant and anxious or stagnant or anxious or both because we don't want to make a wrong move. We don't want to do something wrong because we're already feel we feel like we're in a tough spot. So we overthink because we're trying to take the perfect step because it feels like we can't afford to not take the perfect step because it's too much already too much depression or too much anxiety or a mix of both. So we overthink and overthink and how can I make sure that everything's going to be okay when what we really need to do and what's the most supportive is maybe first do nothing. <laughs> Get yourself a little bit in a bit of a, a pressure-free space. And then to ask yourself the question, is this time an invitation to alchemize that past pain and turn it into wisdom, pleasure, freedom? Is what I'm being invited into um, an invitation to, to be more of myself? And on a base level, if, if that's a yes, if those answers are a yes, then that's all we need to know. And whether a decision turns up to be the right one or the wrong one, it's always going to lead us in the direction we need to go anyway. So 
really going slow when we lean into and take action on things and knowing that we can't make the wrong decision can be helpful but to be honest (laughs) it's still scary and that's just a part of it and the final question is how can you begin to lean into that gently slowly because the what i found is the energy of leaning into that the energy of creation whatever it is we're creating whether it be something a piece of art a relationship, a new beginning for ourselves, whatever, that the energy of creation creates more energy. And the energy of creation alchemizes the energy of fear. So there can be periods of time where we're just not ready to act. And that's okay. And we can trust that. But when we do feel, maybe I can lean into this fear a little bit. And it's not going to string me out that when we do lean into that fear, that in itself is going to alchemize and help to dissolve the fear. Because as my lovely mentor, Kylie Redhead, said to me once, we are fed by our own energy. And I think what happens is we often wait for ourselves to be fed by something else before we engage with life. So we wait for inspiration, we wait for motivation, we wait to feel okay. But it is in the leaning into the fear and the creating with our own energy and doing it a little bit afraid and knowing that we're going to be afraid but continually grounding into ourselves. In doing that, we will start to alchemize the fear and it will get smaller and smaller the more that we do it. And I don't know if it ever goes away fully. There are certain fears that show up every time I sit down to record that were there the first day I ever spoke into a mic, and, which I still can't believe I'm doing, to be honest. <laughs> and, um, they're just quieter. They just don't have as much of a grip over me. And so can we move without things being black and white? Can we move along with imperfection and along with fear and along with discomfort and let the let our actions become the proof that we needed? Let our actions create the proof that we needed, that we are capable. And the more we do that, the more we, the veil between who we truly are and who we've been told we are, it lifts and we start to see ourselves more clearly. And I think this is why as people get older, they have this kind of attitude that's like, I'm not taking any more of your shit. <laughs> like, my grandma sometimes scares me. She's, she knows what she wants and holy hell, she's not, you're not getting in the way, you know? <laughs> it's, a, it's a gift. It's a gift. It's, um, and it's a shame that our elders are made invisible because I think that they're the ones that have the most to offer us. They're the ones we should be listening to for some things, not everything. (laughs) And I was talking to a friend the other day who she lives in, she lives a life of incredible abundance. Like 
abundance that you just wouldn't believe. She has this beautiful garden. It's it's like walking through the Garden of Eden. It's it's something I just never have seen anything like it. The fruits and vegetables that pour out of that on a season to season basis are just as you can tell. <laughs> it's wild. It's amazing. And she lives on this in this beautiful home on this beautiful oceanfront property and she's surrounded by so much beauty and love and just wonderful people. And I was over there the other day and she offered me some of her vegetables from her garden and I took a lovely butternut squash and I said, you know, you're, you really are just surrounded by abundance. This is amazing. And she said, yeah, and abundance is a full-time job. And I think that's that was really important to hear because I think as we do walk this path towards our sovereignty, as we do walk this path to our full soul's expression, the more we do, the more abundance we will feel, the more abundance we will receive, the more we will receive from life because the more we are engaging with life, the more we are opening up to life, the more we are in resonance with our heart. And that's where all the abundance comes through. And there can also be this narrative in the spiritual communities that it's, you know, high vibe. All you got to do is, you know, I don't know. Anyway, get yourself aligned and all will flow in. And I think there's a truth to that, but I don't think it's the whole equation. And I think that that can bring us into stagnation because we think we shouldn't have to work or that we sh- we don't need to engage with life. That that can also be a part of stagnation where we think it should be easier than this. And this is earth school. We didn't sign up for easy we would have gone somewhere else if we wanted to sign up for easy and so abundance you know and i looking at someone who's living an incredibly abundant life it's kind of like the proof is in the pudding and abundance being a full-time job meaning that yes we can align ourselves and we can come to this place of receiving but we also need to engage with life. We also need to lean into the fear. And it is leaning into the fear where our emotions and our feelings like anxiety and stagnation will be alchemized into something else. And maybe we're so stunned and overwhelmed by those feelings that the answer and the next step is actually to do nothing. And that's okay. And that's needed. And we should take our time with that. But we can also feel just intuitively when it's time to move and when it's not. And can we trust that when it's not, then we don't need to move and that we can just be in that place of nothing and let ourselves be there until whatever it is that we need, maybe for our nervous system to come down, maybe for us to just take a breath, to nourish ourselves, to remember that life is not all about achievement that life is always here right now in the present moment. That's it. That's all we have. And that's enough. And that's perfect, just as it is. Can we sink into that space for a bit? And when we naturally feel that we might have a little bit more energy to lean into something that scares us, can we do that in keeping in pace with our nervous system, keeping in pace with what feels 
natural and right for us, and then taking our foot off the gas pedal when we need to. And when it is time to really move, maybe, you know, there, there, is, <laughs> there is not being ready, and then there's times where the invitation windows open up and we can go through if we want. And sometimes most of us, I feel like we usually don't. <laughs> and then there is the fire that starts to burn under our ass. <laughs> and, and, you know, that's, that's when we really got to move. And if that's happening, then maybe it's time to move. And can we trust that? And can we trust that maybe we might be anxious? Maybe we might be afraid. But the more we lean into the way the energy naturally wants to flow, the more we will be fed by our own energy, the more momentum we will feel, the more inspiration we will feel. And that the more we engage with life, the more we will be alchemized by it. And the more we are alchemized by it, the more and more we land home into our internal home. And the more we do that, the more we feel peace, pleasure, and the more we have to give each other. Okay, I think this is it for today. (laughs) This is a long one. We went on a riff. Jeez Louise, put a fire on and I can't stop talking. (laughs) If you feel like you need a little more support and if you are feeling anxious I do invite you to check out my feeling anxious conversation slash meditation on the insight timer app or you can go on your desktop computer and search up insight timer you can find me there as a teacher and I'll be there okay thanks so much for tuning into this episode as always it was a pleasure to sit with you. I hope it was supportive. And if you did find it to be so, it would mean a lot to me and be super helpful if you would leave a written review and a rating over at Apple Podcasts. I read them all. It fills up my boots <laughs> and helps me you know, keep the embers burning. Okay. Thanks again for tuning in. I love your face and we'll catch you in the next one.